first light of the morning, I can see you floating flying over me. In the first light of the morning. Welcome to America on Par, a powerful punch of political punditry in a pithy podcast. I'm Stephen Parr, and thank you so much for clicking on the link and listening in. This is the anniversary of the 9-11 terror attacks from 2001. It, it certainly is a day that we're still dealing with. It, it's, a, it's a day that changed our country in ways that we still experience on a daily basis. And, and I wanted to talk about that a, a little bit, and I also want to explain why I have the song that, that you hear at the start of the podcast, what that song uh, means. Uh, allow me just a little bit to, to, to backtrack what I was doing that day. Everybody's got their story from that day. If, if you were old enough to, to be alive back then, you have your story. You remember it. Um, for, for our generation, it, it was our Pearl Harbor. It was our JFK assassination. You rem- it was our landing on the moon. Uh, it was that day that everyone remembers where you were and what you were doing. And my son had been born uh, one month and four days, one month and five days before. It's kind of interesting because, uh, you know, when you first get married, uh, people say, oh, marriage changes everything. As soon as you get married, boy, everything changes. And they tell you this. And for me and for my wife, that wasn't the case. We got married and, and absolutely nothing changed. You know, about two weeks later, we, we kind of looked at each other and went, everybody said they were gonna, things were going to change and, and, and nothing changed. Are we doing it wrong? <laughs> I think we were doing it right, but the thing they don't tell you is the moment your first child is born, everything changes. It's like this little secret that people with kids, they, they don't share. So as soon as my son was born, I was surprised at the changes inside me instantly. This, this uh, protective nature took over that I'd never uh, expected or experienced to that degree to befo- before. And I think a lot of dads have that. And so as I was driving to the store to get my, my wife um, uh, some drinks, some, some Dr. Peppers, and I heard on the radio that there was an attack at the Pentagon, and this followed two attacks in New York City, and, and everything that was going on there, was it a missile? Was it a plane? What was it? Uh, instantly, I had this protective nature where I wanted to immediately go sign up for the military to protect my family. I wanted to go enlist. Now, I had a job. I was a journalist. I was a reporter, and I was also doing weather at KLTV in Tyler, Texas. And so as I, I had gotten the drinks and I drove home and I saw my wife sitting there on the couch watching the news, and she was in tears holding our, our baby son, our one-month-old. Uh, I, I really just was like, okay, where's the nearest recruiting center? Instead, I got dressed and I, I went to the news station. I just showed up. I was like, what do you guys need? And they put me out and I was covering uh, a vigil that, that afternoon, that evening at the largest church in Tyler. But it wasn't just for Christians. It was Christians and, and Muslims and Jews all came together and they packed that place. It was full. And, and I got to stand there as uh, the local imam and, and the head of the synagogue and the head of the church stood holding hands, all praying. It was a powerful moment. And I remember the unity of that time. 
think back for yourself. Think back all the cars. People people bought these flags and they stuck them in their windows. And it's like every car on the road had windows as uh, had flags out the windows as you're driving down the street. Every one of them. And I I just I don't think we would do that today. I think it's one of the things that, that makes me sad about 9-11. It brought us together for a brief moment in time, and since then, as a nation, we have been more divided by the year. It, it's like every year after 9-11, we become more and more divided. And think about where our nation is today. Think of all the different fault lines that are out there. Black Lives Matter, transsexual rights, gay marriage... The, you know, the 99% versus the 1%, the 47% versus the 53%. We're so divided. The next morning, uh, I was doing weather up at the station, so I, I did the morning show weather. And, and in case you don't remember, national news dominated everything that day. And it was the first time in our career where we did not have a 5, 6, and 10 o'clock newscast because the national news was dominating. So there was no weather cast from, from the morning of 9-11. There was no local weather cast until the next morning. And so I ended up doing the very first weather cast for my TV station after the attacks. And uh, you stand up there, on, and there's a little line on the floor where you're supposed to stand because that's where the cameras focus, and there's a green wall behind you. That's all that there is, and then the, the graphics are put in digitally. And I remember standing on the line and looking at the camera as, as the light came on on the camera, it turned red. And, man, I didn't want to do it. I, I didn't want to do the weather. That was not where my heart was. I was still mad. I was still angry. And, and yet I'd been inspired by the, the unity I'd seen the night before. And I also knew that there were a lot of people who were going back to work who were trying to get ready that morning, and they didn't want to go to work either. They, they wanted to do something else that day, but they needed to go to work, and the American economy needed people to go to work. And so as I stood on the line, I, I, just, I was honest with the audience. I said, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be here. This isn't where my heart is. But I know that you have to go to work today. And so that means that I need to go to work to tell you what the weather's going to be so that you can have your day. And so here it is, and I gave the forecast. Um, still, the, still the most difficult forecast I've, I've done. Uh, the only other one that was close was when I had to do the weathercast after the shuttle exploded over East Texas. That was, that was another difficult day. So this is now 912. And I've just done the weather cast, and you know, I got through it, did the morning, did my job, and, and felt maybe I've helped some other people do their job today. And then I went home. And um, I was still in a place where, you know, I th as I think most Americans were, was, I was angry. I wanted to do something. I wanted to express. Uh, and, and, you know, you, you saw George Bush standing on the rubble with the firefighters and, and the smoldering ashes, and we knew what had happened to the, the plane that crashed in Pennsylvania. We saw the damage at the Pentagon, and, and I also saw on the Pentagon, they draped this massive flag. I mean, think about this. You've flown an aircraft into our, our defense department 
And, and that was a direct attack against our military, and that was meant to send a signal, and they took out one-fifth of the building. And over another part of the building, they draped a massive U.S. flag. And I thought of the Star-Spangled Banner. It was written by Francis Scott Key. He was aboard a, a British ship watching the bombardment of Baltimore in the War of 1812. And all night long, he was just sitting, standing there on the deck of the ship watching this bombardment from, from the enemy's perspective. And in the morning, the next morning, he saw the stars and stripes still flying, and he wrote the Star-Spangled Banner, Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light. And I thought of that, and I thought, yes, I can. I see it right there, stars and stripes. By the dawn's early light, I can see. So the song that you hear when I do these podcasts is first light of the morning. In the first light of the morning... I can see old glory flying over me. It's, it's a letter to Francis Scott Key telling him, you know what? You asked the question, can I still see it? Yes, I can. And in my mind, I can still see it on the cars. I can still see the unity. I can still see America as we came together. And I think it's inarguable mistakes were made after 9-11. Uh, we can get into the politics of whether you should have gone into Iraq some other time. We can certainly talk about what Donald Rumsfeld did and what Donald Rumsfeld did not do. And, and I've got friends who gave their lives for this country. I've got many more friends who were injured by this. And it all became because of 9-11, and, and they followed the, the urge to enlist. The same urge I felt and didn't follow. I think all of you have those friends, too. But just remember, in the first light of the morning, we can still see old glory flying over us. In the first light of the morning, I can see old glory flying over me.